0: CHAPTER ELEVEN OF STORIES FROM GOD'S HOLY BOOK BY JOSEPHINE Looney. THIS LibriVox RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. RECORDING BY MARIA THERESE IN THE LION'S DEN THE circus was such fun, exclaimed Patricia. There were the clowns, and the bands, and the cute little monkeys. But I liked the ladies on horseback best of all. Weren't they wonderful, Bobby? They were all right, said Bobby, but I like the important things the elephants and the gigantic gorilla, and the lions and tigers doing tricks together. Didn't you like that? No, answered Patricia. They scare me. They weren't even in cages. That's why I like it, said Bobby, all those lions and tigers running around loose on the stage and doing what the man told them. He must be a very brave man, Patricia shivered. I wouldn't stand on that stage one minute. I'd run away. "'It takes a very brave man not to run away from a savage animal,' remarked Joe. "'Did you ever hear the story of Daniel in the lion's den?' "'Tell it,' ordered Bobby and Patricia in unison. "'Daniel was born in Palestine,' Joe began. "'When he was still a very little boy, enemies came into the land. "'God let them come, because many of the Jews had turned against his law. "'The enemies tore down Jerusalem, the great city where King Solomon built God's temple.' They killed many of the Jews, they took the rest prisoners and drove them away from Palestine into Babylonia. This was the name of the enemy's country. The Jews had to live there and work as slaves. Daniel was brought to Babylonia with the rest. Though he was just a young child, he knew about God's law. He loved God more than anything. He made up his mind always to obey him. Daniel was strong and handsome and bright. The king said he was a fine boy and should get a good education. So Daniel and three of his friends were brought up in the king's palace. The king watched over them and was very pleased with them. He sounds like a good king, remarked Patricia. In some ways he was, answered Joe, but most people in those days did not know about God. The king didn't. I told you about pagans, you remember, when we talked about Moses and the golden calf. Well, this king and all these people were pagans too. Instead of praying to God... They prayed to the sun and the moon and the stars, or sometimes they made statues of wood or stone or gold and silver and prayed to them. These statues were called idols. Of course, it is very wrong to worship idols. Only God should be worshipped. God said that in the very first commandment he gave to Moses for the Jews. What did the statues look like? Bobby wanted to know. Most of them were made to look like animals, cows and pigs and so on. Joe said. The people bowed down before them and offered them fine things to eat on golden dishes. That was silly, exclaimed Patricia. How can a wooden cow eat anything? Did Daniel and his friends worship idols? Bobby asked. No, Joe replied. Daniel and his friends prayed only to God. For many years the king was good to them. When they grew up he made them officers and gave them much power. But one day the king had a huge golden statue built. He told all the people to bow down and worship it. Anyone who refused would be thrown into a furnace where a great fire was burning. Daniel was not there just at this time, but his three friends said that they would rather die than commit such a sin. The king was very angry and said they must be killed. He had the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual. Then the young men were thrown into it. "'Oh, how terrible!' Patricia cried. Yes, agreed Joe, but God sent an angel to drive the flames away from them and to blow cool winds upon them. Their clothes were not scorched, their hair was not singed, they were not hurt at all, and with the flames leaping and roaring around them, they sang songs of praise to God. When the king opened the door, they walked out, still singing. The king knew that their God had saved them. So he said that no one in all his kingdom must ever say a word against such a powerful king. Soon this king died, then some wicked nobles got the new king to make a law saying no one could pray to Daniel's god. If they broke this law, they would be thrown into a den of lions. Did Daniel stop praying to God? Bobby asked. Jo shook her head. Daniel went on praying to God as he had always done. The people saw this. They told the king. The king did not want to throw Daniel to the lions, because Daniel was very wise and helped the king a good deal. But the wicked nobles told the king he must stick to the law. Wasn't Daniel scared? Asked Patricia. No, Daniel trusted in God, Joe explained. He was thrown into a den, or cave, where seven hungry lions were waiting to tear him to pieces. The entrance was closed up with a big rock. Then the king went home, but he was so sad he couldn't eat or sleep. Early the next morning he went to the lion's den and cried, Daniel, has your God saved you from the lions? Daniel's voice came back from the cave. Yes, God has sent his angel to protect me. Then the king had the rock moved away, and out came Daniel without a scratch on him. What did Daniel do then, Joe? Questioned Bobby. Daniel lived a long time and helped the people to know about God and love him. When the king had dreams he didn't understand, God told Daniel what they meant. The king said Daniel was ten times better than all the magicians and wise men. He knew and understood things that no one else did. God also told Daniel about things that would happen in years to come. He even told him exactly how long it would be before Jesus was born. You remember that thousands of years before, God promised Adam and Eve that Jesus, the Savior, would come at last and open heaven again for all good people. Later, God told the Jews that the Savior would be born a Jew. All these years the Jews had been waiting for the Savior. Their name for him was the Messiah. Now God told Daniel that in about 500 years the Messiah would be born. Tell us a story about the Messiah, Joe, begged Bobby. There are many, many stories about Jesus, said Joe. Soon I shall begin to tell you about him and the wonderful things he did to prove his love for us. End of chapter 11